Just because you are waking up every morning, just because you are walking, just because you're talking, just because you're going to your job, just because you're functioning, just because you have a relationship, just because just you, have you smile, just because you smile, it does not mean that you it's are right. handling your stress well. Is emotional mastery. Emotional mastery is a self-help process in which you become aware of your emotions. It's the ability to recognize, analyze, use, and control emotions in a constructive way to cope with stress and conquer obstacles. It's a technique for channeling your emotions in a beneficial and self-healing way. Hi, my name is Menaima and welcome to the Empower You podcast. For today's topic, we will tackle emotional mastery and the art of letting go. And for this, we have a special guest. My guest, Candy T. Jeter, uses her emotional mindscape method and hypnosis to help successful women in their 40s and 50s conquer their emotions and doubts. Her mission is simple. She wishes women of all races and ethnicities to achieve their personal and professional goals. According to Candy, there is no degree in the world that can help you prepare for this life. Divorce, financial, and career shifts, and letting go were her greatest hurdles. When we face obstacles, we forget who we are and want things to stay the same, and we forget to relax and breathe, she says. In this episode, Candy will tackle four key points. What is emotional mastery? How do people get stuck? why it's important to let go, and what are some steps when letting go. Please help me welcome to the stage <laughs> my guest, Candy T. Jeter. Candy, you there? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you clearly. Right. How you doing, beautiful? I'm better now. I, I'm among one of the most positive, uh, cheer cheerleading people I know. And that is what this journey is about. It, it's just about women helping women. We really, really uh, thrive off of encouraging each other. And I want to thank you and the universe for bringing us together on our book writing journeys and our idea swapping and just assisting each other in, in elevating our lives to a whole nother level. Thank you for those kind words. I truly, I, I mean, I, you know how I feel about you, girl. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it is truly, truly the sentiments are the same. You are you are such an amazing, vibrant energy. And I can't wait to get into the juice of uh, what's going on, the meat and potatoes of what you're doing these days. Yes. I've been seeing you yes. all over Facebook doing amazing things. Um, and I just want to just want to hear a little bit more about your journey. How did you get here and i mean you know i could share all of that but i think that's for another stage because it's not anything that most women haven't gone through nothing major or special about our story uh, about my story that's um 
that different. But what is different is, is that I did take the leap of faith. I decided to go to school and it was determined that I would be a great professor by one of my professors. So I just kept going and going and going. And I ended up with this, yeah, the EDS, the letters behind my name, uh, which I had gotten a doctorate uh, level degree. I had gotten accepted to uh, Cleveland State University. I packed my kids on my back and we drove to Cleveland and I was there, but um, the, the, the weight of having to do a teaching assistant during the day and class doctoral classes at night began to weigh heavy on me. So I went online at Walden University and I had, they had an adult uh, higher ed administration program there, adult, adult learning and higher ed administration. And I did that, which allowed me to be able to stay home with my kids and still mm -hmm. do the work that I needed to do in order to survive. And um, once I had done my, um, gotten my chairperson and had gotten uh, all of my research and everything approved, I was told that I needed to spend another $36,000 in order to complete this uh, next wow. seven semesters that I needed in order to get my doctoral degree. I was already knee deep in financial aid. So I said, well, you know, what is the terminal degree that I can get right now for like a little bit of money, more money? And he said, well, you can get your EDS, you know, your EDS is like a doctoral degree, but you don't really have to do the research. You just do your project. Well, I'd already done the research. So I turned the research in and I just zipped that thing up and I cut it off and I put them, slapped them letters at the end of my name. And I was like, you know what? That's when my ego started shrinking. I said, you know what? I'm not trying to kill myself to let trying people who become a doctor, right? I was like, I had suffered several asthma attacks mm. and started having just lots of respiratory difficulty. So down through those years of doing that, I had double pneumonia. I was in the hospital and I remember wow. getting my master's degree and in the bed typing my thesis and all that kind of stuff and still in the hospital and never sleeping and like still got it. So I, I did my research and realized that, you know, my sympathetic nervous system was definitely attached to my emotions. And that every time I got, you know, really excited or stressed or whatever, you know, they would just contract and then it would bring on an asthma attack. So I knew I had to bring my life down and I tried to figure out ways to do it. And I tried everything. And the only thing that worked was breathing and self-hypnosis. Well, meditation had started out. And then I came upon self-hypnosis and I said, you know, if I can control my breath, and if I can control my mind, I can, I can do anything. Anything, that's right. And so that was when I brought those things together. The breathing is everything. The breathing is everything. My last asthma attack that I had was when I was introduced to Xanax. 
And that was about seven years ago. And, you know, I used to always say, you know, I've never had a panic attack. I, I sleep well and out of everything that I've been through, I would always just kind of brag about, brag about the fact that I handle my stress, right? Uh, yes. I wasn't handling my stress. No. <laughs> Analyzing my stress, which is why I kept having asthma attacks, right? I talk about that a lot. Just because you are waking up every morning, just because you are walking, just because you're talking, just because you're going to your job, just because you're functioning, just because you have a relationship, just because just you, have you a smile, job, just because you smile, it does not mean that you it's are you. handling your stress well, because inside there are hormonal changes, there are alchemy imbalances that are going right. on That's that right. are making us sick and we accept those illnesses as just a part of life not even realizing it's because we have separated from ourselves yes I had a relative say to me one time, um, you don't handle stress well yeah. because I choose to cry and feel what I'm feeling. And, you know, the interesting thing is the things that I was doing were the healthy things to be doing. Yeah, you're so right. You know, feeling what I was feeling and being very transparent about what I was feeling because it was uncommon to hear people. It was uncommon for people to, to you hear people say it now. If somebody starts crying in front of you, they'll tell you, first thing they say is, I'm sorry. Don't cry. Why well, but if a person, if, if a person starts to cry, immediately they're, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they apologize for it. Yeah, what you you're sorry for crying for? That's a, you're feeling something. Yeah. And like you said, the first thing they'll say is, oh, don't cry. No, you're feeling something. What are you feeling? Yeah. And so often people don't even know what they're feeling. They've suppressed those reactions so far down that it comes out in sarcasm, in, in pettiness, Ooh, in attitude, jealousy, attitude, anger, asthma attacks, back aches, migraines, all of these things that people think are quote unquote normal they're common but those high are not blood normal pressure. high blood pressure all of these things that's not normal that means that's you have normal. you have neglected a part of you that needs your attention you're out of balance completely out of balance and to come to terms with the fact that I was not ready. I was in the habit of being in relationship mm, and I was mm. mimicking being in a relationship. Talk about it. When it came time for me to be in a, like in a, in a marriage, I was like, I want to be in a relationship, but I don't, you know, I don't want to be married. I didn't want to be married. Like my grandmother told me when I wanted to tell her this story of how my, this was, all this stuff was happening and this was unraveling in my life. And she let me go on and on and on until I ran out of breath. And then I said, so what do you have to say? <laughs> and she said, broaden your shoulders. Mm. That was it. And I, I thought that was like the worst advice ever. I know. I, 
I was like, you're asking. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, you're asking me to take on more? <laughs> I know. What, what does that mean? And then it but just. Now my so shoulders are broad and then I get it. I can carry things now. Yes. And I'm stronger and I'm not afraid of being hurt. I'm not, for the first time, I'm not afraid of being hurt. I do yes. not want to waste my time, but I'm not afraid of being hurt. But see, and that's the beautiful thing, like you said, about women of a certain age. It's at a place where it's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. It's just so apparent. <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so clear. Like, oh, oh, that's a, okay, well, let me just, let me get this straight. This is what you want. You want this and you want that. And this was, no, baby, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. But no. no. <laughs> I'm okay. No, no. <laughs> No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is quite exciting when you get to the place where you have grown such a healthy love for yourself. Because I think we always love ourselves. But when you learn to have a healthy, yeah. genuine, authentic love for yourself, where it's like, yeah, there's nothing more important than that. Yeah, when you value yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like I'm valuable. I don't yeah. even know my worth. Like mm-hmm. it take you. You know you what? I think you think okay, this is normal. You know when you're who you are, you think it's normal, and so you don't really value it because you think giving is normal. You think loving is normal. You think uh, helping is normal. Um, <clears throat> you think all those things are normal. And then once you get older, you're like, this is not as normal as I thought. And then and you look at the things that you are able to do off of nothing. You you are an endless wet. It just keeps coming up and coming up and coming up. You're like, where is it coming from? And when you realize how infinite you are, you're like, I'm valuable. I'm valuable. Okay. It's, it's it's so real. It oh, is thank so you. Real. Thank you for for this platform and thank you for for enriching my life with the things that you have said in conjunction with this conversation because that that part that you said that I'm gonna go back and listen to, I can't remember it now. <laughs> that yeah. hit me. I am not what I I'm asking him to be. Come on. But Karma, you didn't have to do that. (laughs) You did not have to do that because that is everything. But until you are in a good relationship with yourself, you're going to continue to attract the same level of relationship with somebody else. Yes. So I mean, I'm laid back over here because I like to be ministered to, and you, you doing it is so it's so real. And I just, I just, I am so thankful to have made your acquaintance. I'm looking forward. We're gonna have to do this book review on letting go. So you guys stay tuned because we will absolutely be scheduling that going forward. And FYI, uh, Miss Candy is also doing. a talk. We're going to have that information down for you guys in the chat. And um, Candy, 
It's been it's been so awesome. I thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. I applaud you and all of your success and all of your clarity. And as I I call us those who are charged with being a light in the darkness, I want to let you know that all that you do is truly truly needed. And I appreciate you for uh, answering your call because that's another thing that I want I want any everybody that's hearing is to know that you have something to share and that we need to hear it. So reach out and uh, is there another any other way that they should contact you? Once you once you log once you go to that site, you sign up for my email list. Once you sign up for my email list, then you'll have full access. I'll send you all of the links and everything that goes to the book. much for joining me in this episode candy as for everyone listening to this podcast we hope you learned something valuable today to connect with candy head down to the podcast show notes and you can find her website and her youtube channel there and oh by the way if you suffer from anxiety despair or constant overwhelm i've got something for you if you scroll down the podcast notes i've provided a link to my website and i specialize in helping people to reduce the anxiety and stress that we sometimes believe is normal it is not you do not have to live that way and you can go to my website and register for a free masterclass. I created this program because I've been there. I prioritized, I had to prioritize my mental health and this led me to create the Empower You Coaching program. As an emotional wellness coach, I offer proven strategies towards self-mastery and practices to help you become the very best version of yourself, the next best version of yourself. So if you're struggling with emotional trauma, acute anxiety, PTSD, or depression, I got you. Just go ahead and click on the link in the show notes below. If you liked the episode, please don't forget to leave us a follow and subscribe to the podcast. We post once a week. And once again, thank you so much for sharing this moment with Menaima, and we'll see you in the next podcast episode.